God bless you all. I'm grateful to the Lord for, for giving me this opportunity to testify of his goodness in my life. This is not by my might, but it's by the grace of the Lord. And everything that I'm going to testify about all the glory goes back to the Lord. I would love to thank the pastor for giving me this opportunity to speak to you and all the ministers and Pastor Gwandaro that have been giving us this good message from the start. And I would love to thank the Lord for this youth convention. Um, my name is Sister Liz. I fellowship at Speckled Bad Tabernacle. If I could go back just a bit. I was raised in a family that believed a message. Especially my mom. She nurtured me to know the Lord and to love the Lord. And most of the scriptures I know in the Bible is because she taught them to us. She always told us that whenever we are praying, you have to quote scriptures because it reminds the Lord of the promises that So I grew up loving the Lord with all my heart. And at the age of eight years, I decided I should be baptized. Uh, my mom told me you are still a bit young. I told her me I'm ready. So we went to the pastor. And she said that if she's ready, let her be baptized. And that's when I got baptized. And that made me love the Lord more and more. I'll testify to my dad. I would. He hasn't yet uh, accepted Jesus Christ, but I believe that he will accept him in the mighty name of Jesus. I will tell him of the goodness of the Lord. I will tell him about heaven, that in heaven we will see things we have never seen, eat things we have never eaten. <laughs> and he always used to wonder, I don't know what's wrong with this child. But I believe it was the spirit of the Lord within me trying to tell him about the goodness of God. Now, when I changed primary schools, I went to this school. You know, with all these kids, who are, I say that the cool kids in school. <laughs> and um, these kids knew the latest movies. The latest music, the latest fashions, because of the background of the families they came from. 
Now me, I wasn't exposed to that. Because my mom kept us in the message and the word. But I always wanted, you know, to have friends also in school. Sorry. I wanted to have friends in the school. So I decided to like what they like so that we can understand each other. Now this is advice. I know there are so many, you know, school-going kids here. You have to know who you are. You are a Christian. You don't belong to the world. So you can't yoke yourself with those unbelievers. Because they will keep drawing you to their side. And sometimes you may find it harder to draw them to Christ. So they kept drawing me to their side. And because, I, as I said, I wanted to be accepted, I decided to like what they like. Little did I know that I was opening up a gap for the enemy to come into my life. The worldliness. So now, uh, I went to a secondary school after that. Now, in that secondary school, there was so much liberty. Like, there is freedom. And they would, you know, let us do what we want. You should put on trousers as part of the uniform. Remember me, uh, I used not to wear trousers as and I said. But now I, I asked my mom, can you please buy for me some trousers? <laughs> she said, no way. I can't. She was even wondering what I'm talking about. Because these trousers were to be worn in the evening after class. That it is going to be so cold, so you have to wear you know, some trousers to keep you warm. That was a lie of the devil. Exposing children to habits that they didn't have. And then there were these dances in school. That, you know, after you're tired, then they would have these dances just to, you know, unwind and relax. Now this exposes a child. When this child is done with school, they want to, you know, to still go back to like the dances of the world. Now this is also advice to parents. I know here there are some parents. And I know these youth, like, at some point, you also be parents. Make sure you take your child to a Christian school. Because they should be grounded with values of Christianity and of God. These schools, you do not know what's happening there. 
Because these kids sometimes they don't tell you what's going on there. You just see characters changing. She's disobedient. He, he does not like to pray anymore. Lots of things. Now, that is how I was at that point. I used to, whatever my mom used to tell me was now history. And when I went to university, university. they told me, wow, you, you look tall, you should, I think you should be a model. <laughs> I was like, why not? <laughs> so I became a model. <laughs> And when I contested for Miss University, I won with flying colors. <laughs> and the Bible says, so Bible gamba. He who loves the world and all the things of the world, then the love of the Father is not in him. So the love of the Father started going farther and farther away from me. Now things of God were now boring. And things of the world were fun. And the devil is a liar. In that instant, he makes sure that you are enjoying life. Because I was very popular. I would be on TV. I, I would be everywhere. And every young girl looked up to me. I was like, I, I wish I was like that girl. But I've come to advise you <laughs> that all that is vanity. Because there is no life in the world. If, if I can compare the life I had then and the life I have now oh, I will choose Jesus Christ every second of my life. These people you see in the world and you feel like they are popular, they look good, they are enjoying they are empty within them. There is that void that they can't they can't fill up. And that's what I felt. That went on for some time. And there is just one person that didn't give up. That was my mom. She was always on her knees. She used to claim me in her prayers. He said, this is not the girl who gave her life to Jesus Christ at eight years. She would take her time and pray and fast. That's why to parents who are here, even when your child goes astray, do not give up on them. 
and don't give up on praying for them. It doesn't matter how many years they are in the world. If you stay faithful in prayer, the Lord will bring them out. Well, that time when my mom prayed for me, I started feeling like things of the world were, were becoming boring. Things I used to love, I didn't love them anymore. Things that made me happy, they didn't make me happy anymore. I, I became confused. I didn't even know who I was anymore. I wondered if I have a purpose in this life. Sorry. I wondered if I had purpose in this life. Remember, I was making good money. I was looking good according to the world. But within me, I felt like something is wrong. There's something don't right here. But it was the spirit of the Lord that was working on me. And when I knelt down and yielded to Christ, he took preeminence. And the Lord changed me. He started working on me slowly by slowly. Until the woman that I am right now. I love the Lord with all my heart. And someone... People keep asking me, what has kept you going? Prayer and prayer and prayer. I made sure that I pray as much as I can. In my free time, I go to my room, lock myself and pray. I didn't want to give room to the enemy to swoop right back in because the enemy wasn't happy that I left the world. So I didn't want him to have any chance to even come back. Because when I accepted Christ, I felt life within me. I may not have had the money and fame that I used to have, but I had happiness. There is no happiness than the happiness in Jesus Christ. Prayer shouldn't be a burden to us. I remember when I was still in the world, my mom used to wake us up at 3, 4 a.m. in the morning to pray. She would come knocking on our doors while singing, worshipping and I hated it. Uh, I, was, I kept wondering why do we have to wake up at 3 in the night to start praying? If she wants to pray, why doesn't she just pray alone? And she would pray for long. And she would make sure all of us are still there. Even we are dozing, but when we are there. <laughs> 
But right now I thank the Lord. That she has to hear me praising in my room. And and she knows that it's now time to pray. Oh, Liz is praising. Oh, it's, it's already time to pray. At three in the night, I have to wake up and pray. And it's not a burden to me anymore. We have to make God our best friend. I made God my best friend. I have to inquire from him anything before I do it. That prevents me from making mistakes. In everything you do, consult God. And if you make God your best friend, sin never, is never part of your life. Because before you sin, you always ask yourself, how will I go back to pray to my best friend That is why the Lord should be our best friend. He should not be a stranger to us. I know some of us here, one foot is in the world, one foot is in the church. And I understand because I was once there when we used to come to church to make our mom happy. And you always look at your time. I wish the pastor could just stop right now. We have to give the Lord our all. Don't leave anything behind. If you stand for the Lord, he will always stand for you. Some of us here, we are even at this youth convention because our parents forced us. But when within us, we don't feel it. When we come to church, we wear long things. When we are back in school or at university, we are back to wearing our indecent things because we believe no one is seeing us. Believe me, God is watching you. And is not happy with you. Well, when I was still living in Cape Town, I used to stay alone. No mom, no dad, no, no brother watching me. But I knew the Lord was watching me. I would never do anything that is off that the Lord would not accept. Because I knew that he's everywhere. And I cannot lie to him. That's lying to ourselves. I can't lie to him. That is lying to ourselves. Because the Lord sees the intent of our heart. So, young people here, we have to take God seriously. Because the devil, 
He came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But the Lord came to give us life and life in abundance. The life in the world is not the abundance of life. The life in Christ is the best life you would ever have. The pastor spoke about uh, showing off God to people in the world. I'm telling you, that works. We have to make sure the world knows about God. When I was still working in Cape Town, there, there were these workmates of mine from Zambia. And I kept telling them of the goodness of the Lord. Because when you become close to me, the first thing I ask you, are you a Christian? Are you born again? Then we start from there. Now these ones got tired of me. They told me, you know what? Eh? Oh, you go to heaven. Huh? It's going to be boring there. You'll be praying and praying and praying. They said for them, they don't mind, they'll go to hell. Because it will be fun. They will be with celebrities. They will be musicians. I said I should not bother them anymore. Sorry. I shouldn't bother them anymore. That's a lie of the devil. Imagine the generation that is okay with going to hell. That's how bad this generation has become. But we thank the Lord because for us we know the truth. No one can stand being in hell. No human can stand hell. That's why we have to strive by the grace of God to make it to heaven. Amen. So, um, there was this gentleman who kept asking me, was from Burundi. Why do you always wear long things? How come you don't wear makeup? And I told him, um, I'm born again. He said, ah, ah. I, I know some many born again and they still do those things. So for you, why don't you do them? There must be something else. I told him I'm a believer of the message. And the Bible itself condemns such acts. And he told me, oh, I've heard of the message. Those people are very decent. Then I told him, you've heard of it, but do you know the message? He said, no. And we started from there. I thank the Lord because he has given me the courage to always testify of his goodness. Many people actually, they, they don't believe that I was, I've ever been in the world. 
They tell me, you speak all these things because you don't know how it feels to be in the world. And I give God the glory because he changed me to a point where someone cannot even believe that I was once there. So whoever is still, you know, lukewarm, the Bible says he who is hot not hot cold not cold the Lord will spew out of his mouth we have to stand for Christ we have to be serious with God and we should not be ashamed of Christ you cannot have friends who are unbelievers and they don't even know you are a believer you guys are best friends you're walking together you eat together but you fear to even expose the word of God to them because they'll think that you're fake as I told you about uh, in school trying to please people it can lead you to fall because you feel ashamed to even wear something long when you're with them. You, you feel like, okay, if I come in this long cloth, I'm going to look the one out of the, the group, you know. Before you know it, you have indecency. My dear. Why? Don't yoke yourself with unbelievers. You are different. And you, ha you can't have a candle and you put it under the bed. You have to put it right there for the light to shine. So if you know that you are a born again Christian, you have to show off God to everyone. Us as youth, sometimes we think we have too much time. We think we have so many years to live. But that's a lie. Because you don't know when you can die. And you don't even know when the rapture can happen. But how has the Lord found you? I had this friend of mine from Zambia. When I was still working in South Africa. And I used to tell her of the goodness of the Lord. I would see her wearing her trousers, makeup. I knew her lifestyle was also not good. But I didn't give up on talking to her about the goodness of Christ. She always had excuses. No, you see, uh, the, the, my eyebrows, I have to put, I have to put some makeup, I have to wear like this. It's always cold. She always had excuses. But I used to show her the word of God. And she would, she would never believe. But at the same time, she used to keep being friends with me. She would never get tired of me, however much I kept on telling her this over and over. Now time reached. When I had to come back to Uganda, and I told her I'm traveling back, and she bid me farewell. A week after I just come back, a week after, 
Wiki we yaita honga nkomyeo. I had news that she was involved in an accident. So, you know, in South Africa, so many accidents. I was like, she should pull through. But two days after, I heard that she had died. Now, this was a young girl. Very young. Full of life. She was never sick. But this is a girl who died at a young age. I believe the Lord gave her that chance to listen to what I had to tell her. But she was always arguing with me. If she knew that her days were numbered, she would have listened. But she's gone now. Youth, we have to take our lives seriously. We take Christ seriously. We do not know what tomorrow holds. And we have to tell people about Christ. You see, I told her about Christ. There may be a soul out there. Also, this is their only chance to know about God. We have to talk to them. I thank the Lord for keeping me strong in this Christian life. And I've never looked back. Never. Please, Why? don't be lukewarm. There is nothing there in the world for you. I used to look at these celebrities who used to look good. And, and I, I admire to be just like them. But right now, if I look at a born again lady who is on fire for Christ, however much she has nothing and she's poor. In my heart, I would long to be like her. The Lord changes. If you yield to him, he will change you. He will work on you. You yourself, you won't believe the person you have become. Because when the Lord works on you, everyone is amazed. Please obey your parents. If I had obeyed what my mom told me before, I wouldn't have gone through all those things that I went through. Sometimes we think our parents don't understand us. They are very old. But our parents wish the best for us. And the Bible tells us to obey our parents. I think the Lord has given me the strength to stand here and testify. It's not easy, but I'm doing it because I know there is a soul there that can be blessed by this testimony. That if the Lord brought me out, 
Even you who is still struggling, the Lord can surely bring you out. Yield to the Lord and do your best to live a godly life. Don't be side, this side, the other side, no. The Lord wants a serious Christian. I thank the Lord, I thank the pastor for this opportunity that he has given me to testify. The Lord is still molding me more and more. I thank the Lord that he didn't throw the clay away. And I believe he's not yet done with me. He has to mold me to the perfection that he wants me to. May the Lord richly bless you.